Hello everybody, this is the Charging Buffalo Podcast, Season 3, Episode 10. I am Joe, and as always, I am joined by Luke. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How how are you? I am doing fantastic. It's November 1st. It is. Bright and early. Yes. Do you also know what, what it is? It's Movember. It's Movember. Yeah. Yes. I already got my, my stash growing. Oh, God. I'm I excited. I support the cause. Yeah. But mustaches are just detestable to me. I think they are disgusting. I don't want to look at them. They make me want to regurgitate all for myself. Really? I can't stand looking at mustaches, no. I, 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Even beards sometimes, because like, I don't like them. You got a little bit of a beard going on. I have a little bit of a beard, yeah, but it's not impressive. Yeah? I, you know, I could do this. Like, I could and stroke it. I beard. could stroke it, but, I mean, it's not... I I'm I'm not a beard guy in the yeah. end. It's I don't know. I think it's hardly noticeable. I'm excited to see all the nice cookie dusters oh, in the god. NHL. I'm excited. Oh god. No. I hope Jack. Jack Eichel oh, grows a nice one. Darlene. Darlene, oh. grow mustache, dude. Oh. Love to see it. That's another thing. All the NHL mustaches are just gonna be disgusting. Dan Dunleavy's gonna have Yes. Jesus. I, I'm not. Gergensen's usually gross. Gergensen. Yeah. I'm not looking forward to it at all. Eric Carlson can probably pull it off. Oh, yeah. Easily. Yeah. I'm trying to think of some other Sabres that have done it. Felino used to. I know that. I feel like Scandella. Scandella can. I'm sure Carter Hutton will. Uh, oh, yeah. Hutton. Linus Allmark. Allmark, definitely. Yes. Movember. Who Support else? Support the cause. Brian Duff. Oh, yeah. Duffer will. It. 100%. Yeah. I'm sure Rob Ray will as well. Yeah, Razor will mm-hmm. do it. Okay, it's uh, <laughs> November 1st, anyways. The Sabres sit in a playoff spot. They have, what, 14 points? 14 points. 14 points. For the first time in October, 14 points. First time since October of 2009. Wow. Yeah. Yep. See? Before the season started, even going back to last year, we're like, for the love of God, can we have a good start for mm-hmm. once? And they finally did. I'd classify this as a good start. Absolutely. And above say, 500. Say what you will about, yeah, we've we've been la- lackadaisical at times, certainly, but, I mean, there's something to be said for improvement when you have a start like this. We haven't had a 500 start in through October in... Years. Well, years, years. quite frankly. It's, just it's not said. years. It is years. Yeah. It has been a long, long time mm-hmm. since this team has had a good start. And Years with a few extra R's. Mm-hmm. Well, they, they've... they I haven't been able to watch the last couple of games. I know this is a common theme, but <laughs> my other job, it just... They like to prevent me from watching Sabres games, so that's, oh, it's that's an absolute travesty. But anyways... Uh, <clears throat> from whenever I've been able to watch, it's either been really good or mm-hmm. really, really bad. Have we seen any in between yet? Yeah, I I think the second period of the Calgary game was an in between. I do. I think that was uh, both sides had their good moments and bad moments. Um, but I think pretty much in every game, it's been one extreme or the other. Mm-hmm. That aside from that that period against Calgary. Uh, Trying to think back to the Columbus game. Uh, I don't remember one team particularly dominating. I think Allmark might have been challenged a bit in the first period, but uh, I, I I I think it's 
it's been it's been one way or the other. Yeah. Thus far. Yeah. They look like a good team, or they look like the team from last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're still getting wins. Yeah. I don't still pulling off some wins. I don't know how. I mean, yeah. it beats me. It beats me because at times the offense and defense looks just like last year, but the goaltending is a massive improvement. Mm-hmm. I don't think. I don't think that's the whole reason, though, is goaltending. Well, goaltending helps. It like, helps, no doubt. And we're scoring good goalies now. But we're scoring a little bit more mm-hmm. too. That helps. Darlene is a little bit of a factor. Not a little bit. He's a factor. For yeah, sure. he's a factor. I think some guys on defense playing better too. Like Bolu hasn't mm-hmm. had a terrible start. Yeah, Jake McCabe is McCabe is playing like the Jake McCabe we saw two years ago. Right, he got, just got hurt. He's supposed to come back tonight, but good. Yeah, and the first line, Pondville, Skinner, Nichol, they're mm. playing great. And you know, Bogosian. I has... will. I will admit, I was wrong on Jason Pondville. Mm. I was wrong. I have said many times that never put him with Jack again, but. If it works, it works. Keep them together until he fizzles out like he did last year. If we ever get to make t-shirts for this podcast, we're making one that says just he can still play or blank can still play with an exclamation point. He's found the fountain of youth. Yes, because, yeah, he has. Because I have seen, I have said this so many times, Jason Pommelville can still play. And was it five goals now? Something this like year, that. This year, eight points or something? Yeah. Yeah, Pommelville's great. He is the smartest player on the ice. Whenever he's, or he's been the smartest player on the ice whenever he's out there this season. But remember, he had he was one of the leading point scorers in the NHL early last year as well. So five more games, he's probably gonna start to come back down to earth. This isn't the Jason Pommelville of ten years ago that a- we're talking about right now. But he's he can still play. It's pretty clear. You don't you don't but, know. He's very close with Eichel. I, I just don't see it. I don't see it being sustained because they're they're not gonna they're gonna hit a rough patch eventually and shovel lines again. That's inevitable. I just yeah, what, I don't see it. What I'm what I'm scared about is that when we do hit that rough patch, how are we gonna overcome it? I'm scared mm-hmm. we're inevitably gonna have a three game losing streak. Oh yeah. How are we gonna bounce back from that? That's that's what I'm waiting to see from this team. Mm-hmm. Or maybe maybe we can avoid it. Who knows? I hope. I hope. I hope. Yeah. Wait, how many games in are they right now? We are 12 games in. 12 games in. How? I know I'm waiting until the 20-game mark to make a judgment on this team. What are your thoughts? I'm going to wait till the mm, end of this month or middle of December. Because that's typically the next when things start taking shape. Five games. Pretty easy stretch. Mm-hmm. They had Ottawa twice, New York Rangers, Montreal mm-hmm. Canadiens, the Vancouver Canucks. Oh, that's good. That's real good. If you win three or four of those, you're putting yourself in pretty good position. Now, halfway through November. Here's another thing: Mike Condon just got waived, so we play Ottawa back to back with Ottawa. You're probably going to face uh, whoever Mike McKenna. they're right, right. So. You know, two games within three days. I think you're you're each team is probably going to see each other's goalies mm-hmm. uh, once. So Allmark will probably play Saturday. Right. We're talking a a weak Ottawa team. I know they have they had an okay start, but the goaltending just isn't there, and the roster still isn't there. Oh yeah. Now you're talking facing potentially an AHL guy. Is it really Mike McKenna? Mm-hmm. Oh my. Okay, then... Ken is a good AHL goalie. He's a good AHL goalie, yeah. but... 
You get my point, mm-hmm. though. Yeah. Yeah, I they I could definitely see them going on a little bit of a run here. They mm-hmm. picked up points in five straight. Now show us that this is this, that you guys are a team because this is this is an important stretch of the season. These next five games, it's very because t- if they go out and lose, if they go out and lose three or four out of the next five, then you know if if that happens, what are you? Get are you just another mediocre team. Or if you, because you got to show, because on paper this team is better than all of these teams, mm-hmm. in my opinion at least. So you got to go out there and prove it. Get it all out of you against. It's it's okay to screw up what should be wins against Columbus. Well, Columbus mm-hmm. shouldn't even have been a win anyway. It's okay to screw up the game against Calgary because yeah. you were being outplayed anyway. You and they only scored one goal. Right, right. You bumped Carter into a goal and stood on his head. And at least it's the Flames. Yeah, like they're a good team. You can't do that though against the Ottawa's, the Vancouver's, the Montreal's, and the Rangers mm-hmm. of the league. So knowing this team though, gotta expect the unexpected. You know, I, I get excited all day. Finally, game time comes, puck drops, and oh well, third shot of the game, other team scores. Mm-hmm. So. I, I'm loving these comebacks, though. Oh, I am too. They come back in the Montreal game. They come back in the Columbus game. Steal a point. That's great. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm on my. I checked my phone in the bathroom at work, and I'm like, oh my god, they came back mm-hmm. again. Yeah. Like, and then I don't, I don't know if I mentioned this on the last episode, but that Montreal game, watching the highlights because I couldn't watch the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, that just watching the last two minutes of that game. I, I was getting choked up. It yeah. was like, wow, is this 2007? Like, what is this? Is this I mean, 2007? Like, even RJ's call on the Oposo goal there, it just mm, it just brought me back. I still love Kyle Oposo, by the way. Kyle Oposo's <laughs> been fine. Yeah. He's been fine. I, I mean, he, he's he been played out of position. Like, he's, he's a good player. He's a good player, bad contract. And yes, I want him on the power play. I do. Maybe the second power play, but... Maybe. I yeah. Know, but... He's, he can still I do play. Like, yeah, he can yeah. still play. He's not dead yet. No. At all. He's still a great, means, but a great player. But It's Buffalo. we got to have our guys that we have to bag on. I know. Who, I know. And We always need honestly, a scapegoat. Honestly, the guys that the fans have been hardest on have bounced back. Mm-hmm. Oposo has bounced back. Bogosian. Pominville has bounced back. Bogosian. Bogosian's making been, me eat my words. Bogosian's been okay. Uh, Larson. People are starting to. Oh my goodness! Really like Johan Larson, Gergensen's. Mm-hmm. Gergensen's has been okay as well. Who else? Bolu. He's Bolu. been good. Jake McCabe, even. Well, Jake McCabe was playing injured last year. Uh, yeah, but still, he faced. Yeah, he still, got he's criticism. been he's been better. But it's funny because the only one who's like who's working in reverse is Ristolainen. It's it seems like the fans still want to bag on him because I mean. Yeah. He well, hasn't. fans really never. I don't think many bagged on Ristolainen before, but it seems like more like opening up their eyes to the fact that he's not that great. Like he's Ristolainen's a good defenseman, but he's just. I I, I still see some. I I still remember seeing some criticisms of him last year. I mean, the whole team was criticized last year. We we say that every week, but should we start discussing the games? Then? Yes. Yes. Uh, Columbus game. We the Sabers were up one nothing, fell behind 
2-1, I believe. Let me bring out the box score. Anywho, we were down 4-2 in the third period. And then we started to dominate. We got like three power plays in this period and wound up tying the game up. And it was fun. It felt like one of those comebacks. This was our first comeback like we had against San Jose a few years ago, or I think we had one against Anaheim too. But it was a fun game. Casey Mills, that's first of the season. Right. He was very excited. Got that monkey off his back. Now, Artemi Panarin just could not be stopped. Artemi Panarin. Oh, my God. Linus Allmark played great. Remarkable. Remarkable. We can make a pun. Allmark was great. As usual, uh, the goaltending has not been an issue, obviously. But we didn't... Sabres... It's nice not seeing Sabres' Twitter absolutely explode every time a goalie gives up a goal, whether it's yeah. soft or not. Right. It's because no, we didn't, they didn't give up a first-round pick for any of these guys. That's exactly why. I've seen Hutton give up a couple of questionable uh, goals, uh, yeah. and t- Sabres' Twitter doesn't explode, right? Yeah. yeah. But... The Sabres had no chance in overtime. Mm-hmm. And Tage Thompson with an assist as well. Indeed. And Indeed. he's supposed to not play tonight. What why is why? he still up in Buffalo? I don't I don't get it. I don't understand. Send him to Rochester. I don't understand. If he you're not gonna play him, send him down. There's no point. It, did he I think he just turned twenty one. It wasn't his birthday yesterday. His birthday the was the other day. So I want to say, what, what's the point of having a 21-year-old former first-round pick sitting in the press box mm-hmm. consistently? Send him to Rochester. So the following game was Calgary. We get the first period lead. Jack Eichel scores his fourth. Is, yes, just, just a typical Ike snipe. The kind of goal you want to see him score mm-hmm. all the time. But it was another just... Housley, I believe it was, or Chris Height, one of the coaches at the break told Rob Ray that we're watching the game, we're not playing it. Mm-hmm. And that is an awesome way of describing what this team looks like at times. We're watching, we're taking it in, and we're not playing it. Was it like they were sitting on their lead? Yeah, pretty much. they got there, the early goal and then... There was no sense of urgency. Mm-hmm. There was no wants. They didn't want to keep building they didn't want to keep battling it seemed like they just they 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 let calgary take control they let hutton get hammered and uh be forced to make 33 saves in the end that one save the stick save that hutton that, made, was, that was great it was like the walmart version of the holt b stanley cup save it was it yeah. was brilliant the walmart version. yeah <laughs> the great value version sorry now of course we were 53 Three seconds away from winning the game, we had an empty net at the other end, couldn't clear the puck out of the zone. Mm. Typical problems that have persisted, you know. And then we get a power play in overtime, squalor it, not very good, power play wasn't that good that game. Lots more, you know, let's cycle the puck in our own end and even gave up a three-on-four opportunity on the power play in overtime, I believe. Power play ends and... Two on one, Jack Eichel is back. The lone defender, you know how I feel about his defense. Not a big fan of it, and the shot's taken. Deflects off of his stick, from what I saw, mm. and in Johnny Gaudreau. Johnny Gaudreau ends it. And how about Matt Kachuk? 
Matt Kachuk, <sighs> that guy's a player. He took a. I love Matt. You know what? He took a really smart uh, penalty on Middlestat. Middlestat almost scored one of his World Junior, you know, Max Afinagenov roll the highlight film goals oh down low. He had the puck, but was uh, hooked by Kachuk before he could really get it past the goaltender. David Riddick, who I'm a big fan of. I've Riddick, sorry, Riddich, whatever. Yeah. David Riddick, <laughs> I can't, I gotta get used to calling that. Was phenomenal. I'm a huge fan of his. I've been a fan of his since last year. As soon as I saw we were facing him, I was like, oh no. Yeah. I'd much rather face Mike Smith. But I mean, it's I have no the way I tweeted it. The way I said it in my tweet, I have no qualms about this start. Okay. We they got, have points in five straight. We have, like, yeah. You can't complain with that. We got two points, two or four points in these last two games mm-hmm. in what could were very well should have been regulation They stole losses. a point in Col- against Columbus, mm-hmm. and they lost a point against Calgary. Yeah. Evens out. I mean, we kind of stole one, too. We played that yeah. bad. Okay. Like, we, we, we should not have. That should have been, like, 5-1. Really? It shouldn't have been that close. We did. Hutton nothing. wasn't wasn't very happy after that game. No, I I heard Paul Hamilton say that Hutton was kind of trashing the media. He was like, you guys have been saying I'm playing bad like that. Kind he of well, he was getting mad at the media and the and his teammates, and apparently Eichel was furious too. That's that's Paul Hamilton's words. But good. And what was they, he mad at the teammates for? Just making him do all the work. I'd assume. Oh, okay. Good and, for him. Good, good for, for him. him. Yeah. I because that's like what you need. That's what you need. In exactly. That room. Exactly. exactly. Hutton comes from a place where he had a good team in St. Louis, and he didn't have to do all the work night in and night out. And so. I bet St. Louis is really, really regretting letting him go, or tr- not like pushing harder to get him signed because Jake Allen has been we pretty much trash. We sweet. traded Chad Johnson for Carter Hutton, pretty, pretty much. much. Yeah, yeah. So it's like an extension of the O'Reilly mm-hmm. trade, which we'll have more on later. Yes. But tonight is tonight Ottawa. Is Ottawa, yes. Uh, former first-round pick of Ottawa, Thomas Shabbat, leading them in points with 13, and trade of the year, Matt Duchesne with 11. So, lay out for those two tonight. Mm-hmm. And I would assume Buffalo is getting Craig Anderson tonight. Yeah. Mike Condon was put on waivers, so yeah, because he got lit up. He somebody scored on him from the opposing blue line. It was line, bad, really. What's funny is why I don't pay. Backup goalies, big money on long-term deals. Not long-term, but they gave him a pretty pretty big contract. What's funny is I saw that goal go in on the replay, and it was just it was so bad. It I I I actually said to myself, he's not going to be around much longer. Like you, you don't stay in the league and allow those kind of goals in. And yeah. twelve hours later, he's in Binghamton or mm-hmm. Belleville. Belleville. Yeah, Belleville. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nothing much to say about Ottawa. We haven't roasted Ottawa in a while, mm-hmm. but there's nothing they, to roast they had this a, season. They had a decent start. They got ten points in eleven games. They're still near the bottom. Of the they're league, just delaying the inevitable. Yeah, because they're they're gonna finish at the bottom. I, I'm really curious to see what they're gonna do with Duchesne and Mark Stone. You know what? The bottom line is they're four and seven. Mm-hmm. They're four, five, and two. It's not that great a record. Yeah. So, how about Max Lajoie? Max Lejoie, former yes. fifth-round pick. He's, yeah. he's averaging more ice time than Rasmus Dahlin. Yeah, it seems like the Senators, where they do excel, is mid-to-late-round picks. Yeah. I think they, they are, They're always drafting they well. Do, we like to bag on the Senators a lot, but credit where credit's due, they have a lot of good young pieces. Yeah. And with their rebuild that they're doing right now, they're going to they're gonna be good. They're going to turn it around. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know if Pierre Dorian is the right person to do that job or not, but, well, who am I kidding? He's not, but, uh, yeah, I'm curious to see what happens there. I'm sure if, if like, Ottawa wins the draft lottery with the, if, if the Avalanche win the lottery with the Sanders pick, mm-hmm. he his goose is cooked. He's He's gone. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine that, well, Melnick does seem to really like Pierre Dorian, so who knows? Who knows? It's looking more and more, though, like, I think the Senators, not the Senators, I'm sorry. I think the Red Wings might be a worse team. Oh, the Red Wings the are awful. The Red Wings yeah. are horrible. They and are they lost Sutterberg. They, they lost the boring team to watch. point score. Oh, they are dreadful. They are just everything wrong with the NHL. Not, no, no, actually. Oh, my just, God, the Panthers. The See, the Panthers. What? I didn't even notice they were the, yep, the, off to that the bad The Panthers are 2-7. and seven. Mm-hmm. Now I forgive you for saying Luongo because... You didn't see the record. But yeah, like, I didn't see that. Oh, my God. I, so they well, have, they have played only nine games, though. They've played, like, three, true. four games less than some of the other teams that are around. But still two and seven. That's that's That's, that's very bad. bad. Yeah. And the Kings, they just lost Jonathan Quick as well. He tore in a meniscus. So. And I think I really like Jack Campbell. I, I do, too. I'm rooting for Jack Campbell because he was a former 11th overall pick. I was watching a feature on him. At the king, the like the king's version of beyond blue and gold, pretty mm-hmm. much. I'm really rooting wow. for that guy because it seemed like he just like lost all of his confidence mm-hmm. because he just never made it in Dallas. And then I guess our goalie coach got a hold of him, tried to fix that confidence. He played almost two full seasons in Ontario, and he's now he's back to being an NHL goalie. He's a good player. He's a good. Yeah, player. he's a solid goalie. I'm really rooting for the guy. Mm-hmm. I love rooting for the guys that just never seem to pan out. Mm-hmm. But I still. Is he going to be a number one guy? Probably not, but right. I'm, I'm rooting for the guy. Just scrolling through the standings here, Arizona caught my eye. They have a plus 10 goal differential. Yeah, they've scored a lot of goals. Can you past, believe that? Like, from where they started? Mm-hmm. I mean, their defense has been playing really well, but and they're getting the most shots on goal of like any team in the league. But that is just funny. Mm-hmm. That's funny. Yeah, and we were talking about this before we started recording, but Carolina... You, all you hear is, oh, look out for these hurricanes. Yeah. They're off to an amazing start. And they have a point less than Buffalo. You haven't heard anything about the Sabres. I guess it's Absolutely kinda, nothing. That's kind of good for the Sabres, though. Yeah. Because if the hurricanes are getting that much attention and the media's not saying anything about us, that may as well be us getting that attention. True. You know, so, I mean, if Carolina's in a playoff spot with that many points, then it's... How about Vancouver, too? Yeah, They're I off to a nice start I, because Patterson has just been such a huge Patterson. That guy's a game changer. Addition. Oh my god, Minnesota they they're they're off to a pretty good start as well. I really thought that they were gonna take a significant step back, but yeah, nice start for them. Colorado, that's the kind of start you like to see too. And Colorado, I think they're legit. They are legit. yeah, they're legit. Yeah. Do you think the hype around the Predators is dying a bit? Because you don't hear about them. Yeah, they're nine, I, I don't hear much about them. They're 9-3, and three, but no one's talking about they're them. They're still a very, very, very good team. Yeah, absolutely. But I think that they're being written off because they've had their chances. They've been to... They've I mean, had, it's only been two years. Two no, I know, years. but I think that who's getting more attention is the the sexier teams, if you will. Mm-hmm. Like, like Toronto. Toronto, uh, Winnipeg, certainly. San Jose, even, because they have... Kane and Carlson added oh to the mix. God. Oh my God! We're not going to get. We're not going to get into that. Oh my God! You should know. If, yeah. Whatever. How about Chicago? 
Yeah, I mean, they got Henry Okiharu in the lineup. He's been playing really well for them, too. I think I had said at points throughout the offseason, I don't think Chicago is done yet. I don't think their window closed. I, th- I think that as long as Tate brought Kane, in a lot of younger players, yeah, too. Uh, Fortan has been really Fortan, good. Uh, Dominic Kahn, right. Kahn or whatever, how you, however you pronounce it. And then who's on there? Don't they have they have a new defenseman? Yoki Haru. Yeah, Henry Yoki uh, Haru. You said that, but I want to say they brought in. No, they traded away Jordan Osterley in the trade they made with oh, yeah, Arizona. I forget who they got though. Oh yeah, Arizona. They traded Hinnestroza to Arizona as well. Right. I I forget the name. I forget. But anyways, yeah, Chicago. Good start. They're off to a very nice start as well. How about some bad bad teams? Anaheim. Anaheim off to a pretty rough start. Mm-hmm. They have twelve. They have twelve points. I mean, people expect a lot of people expected them to be better, but they were five and two last time we faced them, yeah, right? I think so. They're now five, six, and two. Mm-hmm. So. so they, I don't believe in Anaheim at all. Their defense is there's bad. They're not really fast. They're old, and they're old. Yes, yeah. mm-hmm. and that's what happens. They had good defensemen, and they traded away. They let Shea, They traded Shea Theodore to Vegas, so they. Straight away from Sammy Votnin. Theodore is a better defenseman than Votnin. And then they traded Votnin for Adam Henrique, which just makes them older and slower. So, Speaking of Vegas, that. welcome back to Earth, Golden Knights. Welcome back to Earth, yes. Uh, 11 points in 12 games. I think they're going to be able to bounce back. Of course, they had a really rough start, but I think that. I think Vegas is still a playoff team. New Jersey has gone back to Earth a little bit. They started off really hot. They yeah they 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 have how about the have. Flyers? Oh geez, well I mean the goaltending. Yeah. What other team carries three goalies on their active roster? Well, they probably <laughs> just don't want to lose Pickard. That's got to be. That's true, but waiting for I the mean, inevitable for Brian Elliott or Neuvirth to get hurt again. That's true, but like it, Carter Hart has to pan out for them, or else they are screwed, absolutely screwed. Yeah, it's like you have three goalies. Below to average goalies. And yet, still, I think the most pressure in this situation is on Carter Hart. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> he's got to come up he's, eventually. He's still first year in the AHL, though. I don't know how well he's doing, but he's got to be. If he doesn't pan out within the next two years, what are you doing? Like, what are you going to do? There's nothing you can do. Well, the good news for Philadelphia is Bobrovsky's going to be a free agent. Pekarene is going to be a free agent. Oh, could you but are you going to sign Bobrovsky? No. Bring him back? Or he go back? That's the real question. Are you going to sign Bobrovsky or Pekarene or anybody else if you have Carter Hart in the fold still? Because then you sign Bobrovsky to a five-year deal. Hart's going to be – Hart is supposed to be your guy in that time range. So – I don't know. I don't know if you bring back Bobrovsky. That's interesting, though. Yeah. They're a, they're a goalie-needy team. I can't believe they let him go. Who did they? They had Steve Mason? at the, No, they, I feel like they had Bobrovsky and Mason at the same time. Was it Berzgalov who they went with, or no? I feel like Berzgalov was like already like well, cast this is, aside. This is nothing that good old hockey reference mm-hmm. can't help us with. I think, yeah. Uh, should we go to the Blues now? Yeah, let's go to the Blues. The Blues. Nine points in ten games, three, four, and three. Ryan O'Reilly is having a fantastic start. Over point per game, I believe. Mm. Which, good for him. What are you going to do? Good for him. You hear, oh, I can't believe team trade Ryan O'Reilly. Buffalo fans were saying the same exact thing. 
And look at now. Colorado fans. Buffalo was saying, like everybody was saying, uh, oh, we got O'Reilly for nothing. And then gradually, gradually, like, oh, my God, JT Confer's looking really good. Oh, Zadorov's turning around. Grigorenko goes for nothing pretty much. Yeah, he went for nothing, went back to the KHL. And then those picks, A.J. Greer, he's looking like he's going to be an NHL player. They trade down. They got another pick, uh, Cam Morrison, I believe. Yeah, Cam Morrison. And then uh, another later-round pick who looks like a pretty good player. He plays at Penn State. I forget his name. But, yeah, it looked like a rough trade on the surface to begin with, but then it slowly started to get better. And Ryan O'Reilly complaining about his play on the ice in the locker room every night. Fans starting to get tired of him. I feel like the same thing is going to happen in St. Louis. The Blues, it's not going to get better. If, if they have, if I don't think, right now, I don't want to say that they're going to finish at the bottom of the standings this year, which that would be tragic. I've, it sucks that picks are always lottery protected now. It absolutely sucks that this pick was not lottery protected. Yeah, that this pick was top ten protected. And it's not like the Blues just get to keep the pick. It's like... It's exactly the same as the Matt Duchesne trade last year. The Blues have the option to give the pick to Buffalo. So, like, say it's, like, the ninth pick. The Blues can be like, eh, we'll keep the pick, roll the dice, and then you get our pick next year, pretty much. Or they can be like, eh, we'll go in a rebuilding direction. We're probably going to pick higher than ninth. You can have the ninth pick. So, it's gonna. It, this is eerily similar to the Matt Duchesne trade. Mm-hmm. Eerily similar. If, especially if the Blues suck this year. I wonder if maybe they'll just want to get it out of the way, say just take the pick now and But what team, establish what team is going to – because nobody does that. I, I everyone was saying Ottawa should have given Colorado the fourth pick last year. But what team is going to say, yeah, we're just going to be worse next year? Mm-hmm. Nobody's going to do that. But how are the Blues – because the Blues are old. They're an old team. They do have very, very good prospects. Mm-hmm. They just sent Jordan Cairo to the minors, and I don't think Robert Thomas is playing a lot. They haven't sent him back to junior yet, but it's just, what are you going to do there? Because mm-hmm. I feel like Buffalo's in a pretty good spot. Because I don't, at this point, I don't think the Blues are going to make the playoffs. They might not finish in the bottom 10. They might, it might be like last year where the Sabres get like the 13th or 14th pick. But. I mean, three first-round picks this year would be very, very nice. It would be awesome to have three first-round picks, but the potential to have a very high pick in the 2020 draft, which I haven't done a lot of looking into the 2020 draft yet, but there are some studs at the top of that draft. Alexi Lafreniere, Quentin Byfield, Lucas Raymond. uh, I forget his name. He's from Austria. Uh, Oh, wow. Plays for the Ottawa 67s. I completely forgot his name. I don't know. Yeah, Lucas Raymond. Ah, yes. Names are escaping me, but anyways, yeah. The top of the draft next year is looking pretty good. And I saw insider trading. There's two two players that are applying for exceptional status. Ooh. Ah, what are their names? So you got to apply yourself. I feel. Uh, I feel like the parents would probably do it. Yeah. Or your agency. Oh, There's man. a guy. Uh, hmm. Matt Savoy. He's. Okay. Uh, so he is going to be. It sounds like he's going to apply for exceptional status. I'm not sure. They talked about it on the last. I feel like it trading. should be invitation only. That's but a little. He's going to do it in the WHL. He'll be the first player to ever get exceptional status in the WHL. And then there's. I think we talked about this on the last episode. I forget his name. Uh, I feel like his name is. I feel like his name is Shane. 
I feel like his name is Shane. I don't remember his last name, but he's from Ottawa. He's supposed to apply for exceptional status in the OHL. So, And I believe they're both 14 years old, so they'll oh. be coming out in the same draft year. But just because they apply for exceptional status doesn't mean that they're going to be a sure thing. I mean, look at Sean Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, John McFarland almost got exceptional status. He's just an AHL player. He was a second-round pick. Sean Day was a third-round pick of the Rangers. Hasn't really right. panned out yet. And Joe Valeno applied, got exceptional status as well. And he's not and he, exceptional. He's not exceptional. He's still a good player, though. He was yeah. the 30th, 30th or thir- yeah, he was the 30, 30th pick in the draft last year to the Red Wings. He who slid because people in the GMs and scouts didn't think he could score at the next level. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, his name is. Mm, I'm I'm gonna look at this up. Well, I found actually the who the the Flyers goalie situation who came after Bobrovsky. They pretty much chose Brzgalov over him. Yeah, because the next season, Briz- tragic. Brzgalov and Steve Mason, four goalies played in that 48-game season. Do Flyers fans, like, I want to know, like, are they, like, reminiscing, like, oh, my God, I can't believe we let Bobrovsky go. We've had I all these know. goalie woes, and we let a two-time Vezina Trophy winner go. His name is Shane Wright. Shane Wright plays for the Don Mills Flyers. So far this season, he has 15 points in eight games. And Matt Savoy, this guy last... I, I saw an article about him last year. He's 14 now. Last season, he had 97 points in 30 games. That is... And then so far this year, he has 25 points in 12 games. That so. is over three points per game. The NA, the young players are getting better. Mm-hmm. Just watch out. The NHL in 10 years from now is going to be so, so fun. Because this draft, you got Jack Hughes, Capocacco... Two really, really, really potential star players. Kako is like a point, almost a point per Kako game in, in Finland. Mm-hmm. And then next year you got Byfield and Lafreniere. The year after that, Luke Hughes is going to be in the draft. And you got these two 14-year-olds. Like, look out. NHL is going to be very, very fun with all these young players. It makes me sad thinking 10 years down the line, though, Connor and Jack are going to be like 32. That's scary. 10 years from now. Crosby isn't even going to be in the league probably. No, definitely. He's how old is Oh, with the way he trains, I mean, he could be in, you know. I mean. Yeah, so the Blues pick, I know everyone was really hyped about three first-round picks this year, but wait for the possibility. Mm -hmm. Because there's a possibility. It's four first-round picks in a two-year span. So hold yourself for the possibility. (laughs) It's going to be fun rooting against the Blues next year, though, if that pick does go, go over. But I'm sure the Blues will do whatever it takes to turn it around if they don't have their first round pick. I'm sorry, but I'm I'm still hung up on Sergey Bobrovsky. I, I love I love him. Uh his final season in Philly, twenty nine games, he had an eight nine nine save percentage and three point oh two goals against. So mm. maybe how old was he? Twenty three, I think. That's still too early. But still I mean you're Oh I share a birthday with him. Wow. September twentieth He's your a favorite birth, goalie. Your birthday, bro. That's that's awesome. He's my favorite my favorite goalie, and I share. Ver- that's so cool. Okay, Jeff Skinner. Yes, Jeff Skinner. We kind of strayed away from Sabers talk for a little bit there, yeah. but he's been fantastic. Absolutely. Uh, Almost had another goal. Yeah, against Calgary, I believe. So slap shot. What are your thoughts on extending the Skin Man? 
Is it too early? No. No? Not at all. I, for one, think he's better than Evander Kane. Okay. Definitely. I think you can... You can better than Evander Kane. Yeah. You can play him in more situations as well. Uh, I think he's a better skater. Oh, yeah. Jeff Skinner is the most unique... Figure skating background. He is the most unique skater in the National It's because of his figure skating. Exactly. You think he could pull off a triple axel at any point out there. Mm -hmm. Why doesn't he try that on the breakout? (laughs) He's on a breakaway and just, oh, that's an innovative deep. Just do a double triple axel. That's, That's the only skating move I know. But, I mean, you know, term. But he has been phenomenal. I think, yes, please sign him. Because guess what? If he was anywhere else in the league, would it even be a question if a team should re-sign him? We're only questioning it because we're Sabres fans and we've been hurt before. And they have they have to start getting good players. Yeah, here. he they, is an elite player. Do we know how lucky we are to have a guy like Jeff Skinner? Oh, and the trade that lucky. we made to get him? Yeah, Cliff Poo is like one point in the NHL so yeah. far. Because, I mean, I don't want to bag on Cliff Poo. I really liked Cliff Poo. I was high on him. But junior stats don't mean anything. They don't mean anything. It's all about what you do in pro. And look at Eric Cornell. Cornell had like 80, 90 points his last year of junior. And what has he done in the AHL? <laughs> Nothing. It is no question to re-sign Jeff Skinner. How much, though? What How is much? he going to command? He's not taking, like I said last week, he's not going to take a cent less than $7 million. I draw the line at $8 million. Yeah. Okay. But are you, do you want to pay a guy $8 million for seven I years? I do 7.5 because, I mean, we were paying O'Reilly around that anyway, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I mean, O'Reilly's gone. Pominville's going to take a pay cut. Re-signing well, guys like Middlestat and them, it's not gonna, we're going to make it work. It's not going to be a problem. Yeah. And I honestly, I just, like if we talk, we're talking five years from now, I don't see Ristolainen and Reinhardt here. I just don't. I don't see Reinhardt here. I just don't see it. I don't see either of them here long term. I just don't. I just, there's some guys who, like... I feel like Reinhardt is going to be gone in the next couple of years. I just... There's I just some guys like, who are just, like, a plague, and you're not going to get rid of them, I feel like. Really? <laughs> yeah, like, I, I like Gergensen's, but he's going to be here forever, I think. Really? I honestly don't think we're ever going to trade him. <laughs> I, I, I just... You know what? He is an RFA. I'd be shocked it's, if they just let him. I'd be shocked if they just let him go. It's just like my. I just have this feeling. It's like, come if we were gonna do something with these guys, it should have been done already. If we were gonna trade them, mm-hmm. like especially the way Gergensen's has played so far. This I year. I just don't see it happening. You know, like what about Larson? Larson's an RFA too. Would they keep him? Uh, listen, with how he's played. He's he's earned a one. You got I mean, but you got like these younger players years. come up. Asplund, like how old is Asplund? Asplund's like twenty now. You got to give him a shot eventually. Maybe hopefully next year he'll be good enough. But that's putting all your eggs in one basket. Like this guy's gonna be something. Yeah. If 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 he doesn't, if I, Asplund, I'm pretty confident that Asplund will be at least a good fourth line center in the NHL. I know, but if he comes up his rookie year, first two games, first ten games, he's struggling. Who do you have to put there? I, I just that. don't want to see Sabres Twitter blowing up over Johan Larson. I know, I know. But you, I Can mean, you imagine? Larson oh, is still... He, Sabres tweet, we've, we have extended Johan Larson to a two-year contract. What What is the reaction? Burning flames. Flames. Fiery hot There takes. won't be any eye emojis, that's for sure. Yes. But I just... He's winning me over, okay? I, 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 I'm not... 
I hope he keeps it up. Okay. Oh, of course. You don't want to see anybody on this team do bad right, by any right. means. But I want to like Larson because I used to like him before the injury happened. Mm-hmm. He was, he was like, good before the injury yeah. happened. And then last year, it seemed like he was just never the same. Now he's playing was like anybody he, good last year. That's the real question. He's playing like he cares again. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, yes. It's Poundville's 1,000th game. Right? Yep. Yep. That's... Well, I'll reminisce about Jason Poundville for a little bit. Yeah, he's going to be getting the, the silver stick, I assume, right? I well, I didn't think of that, too. Gianta. Right, I assume that's... Tim cool. Murray came out there smiling, gave him the silver stick. Oh, so we're going to see a Jason Poundville appearance. Hopefully. Good. Uh, Pominville. I yeah. won't, because I have to be at work, but yeah. Pominville was the player of my childhood, pretty much. He was the prevailing presence on this team for my formative years. He has probably the most memorable goal in Sabres history, yeah. of course. I can't wait to see if they have a tribute video to him. Oh, please. That'll be awesome. Because oh, They have to. The videos they can show. Think about what he's been through. 05-06, he was waived at the start of the year. Could you imagine if I they lost? Florida was going to pick him, but they were sharing Rochester, I yeah, believe, we and they didn't want to like sour the relationship mm-hmm. with Buffalo. Could you imagine? And that's why what changes? What changes? Like the whole complexion of this organization changes if mm-hmm. they lose Jason Pominville for nothing. It really does, because I mean, the, even the trade with Minnesota, like they got a lot for him. Mm-hmm. They there's there's no Ryan O'Reilly in Buffalo. There's no right. O'Reilly trade in general. The second O'Reilly trade, but you know what I mean, though. Like that's huge. Jason Palm, like later round pick too, wasn't he? No, I feel like I think he was, he was like a round. sixth round pick yeah. or something. Yeah, good for him. Good, good for him. him. I love Jason Palmville. I I was all for the rebuild, but I never wanted to see Jason Palmville get traded. I never did. Oh no, I wanted him to stay because I thought he, yeah, this guy's gonna be good for the younger players. Mm-hmm. But I mean, he had to do what you had to do. Got to do what you got to do. Palmville and his family come into my place of occupation from time to time. Mm-hmm. They're the nicest Such people. A nice guy. Yeah. They're the nicest people. His wife is just an absolute doll. She's the best, and they're 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 great to have in Buffalo. I'm I'm. I hope they stay when he's. I hope so too. Okay. Now I, this question has been going through my mind a little mm-hmm. bit. Extend Jason Pominville. Uh, I'd be one in, year f- deal. One year, two million, maybe. If he takes that hometown discount, I think he'd do it. He likes he plays. He likes playing a jack. Uh, they're friends, I know. How old is he now? 37? 34. 34. 34. I feel like he's older. Hold on. I, f- no, I, I don't know. I feel like I saw 34 the other day. But let's see. 10 years. I don't know. I think that I think that adds up. I think that adds up. Jason Pominville. He. He's on. 35. 35, yeah. I mean. Man. Could he play another year? I feel like he could definitely oh, play another year. Matt Collin is still playing at like yeah. 42 or something. Chris Ch- Chris Chelios played till he was 50. I mean, that's Chris Chelios. That's beside the point. He Forget has 10 it. points in 12 games. Yeah. Like, what? He... Because he's a good player. Yeah. You know, like Jason Pominville is good. It's funny. I'm, wow. I'm he can only play with Jack, though. Really. But, but he, I mean, I don't, not. He plays a lot better with Jack. He was good when he was playing on the fourth line earlier this year with Rodriguez and Gergensons. But, hey, if he's going to play good like this, you got to at least mull over keeping him around. You know, you do. You do. I, I, that, I think about that often because you're going to need a veteran to round up your line, to round out your lineup, that is. And 
I just I think that he's as good a veteran as you're gonna get in the league. Good third liner. Do you also find it crazy that he doesn't have a letter? I do. Yeah, and yet Rasmus used does. to wear a le- a, the C for this team. And you got guys like Ristolainen is not a leader. I'm sorry, he's, not, he's just no. not. I mean, Bogosian. I I think Bogosian's a leader. Everyone hates Zach Bogosian, but no, Bogosian standing everyone, up for Dalene the other night and taking that charging penalty. That's a leader. That you need that that aggressiveness because you know what they were doing. That was coming to them because Mark Giordano and some other goof on the geek, a goof on the geeks. I mean the Flames. Uh, they Middlestat was a skein of the bench, and like one of them gave him a tap, and then Giordano, you know the thirty-seven-year-old, you know hot shot who can't even skate anymore, comes up behind him and like gives him a little nudge with it, or just like shoulders him, like not looking at him. And Middlestat's just like, "What are you doing, dude?" Middlestat gets run a lot. Too. He does. Why are you going after Middlestat? Like, come on. Why Casey? Like, you have Darlene on the ice. If you're gonna take a run at anybody, go after him. <laughs> I mean, it feels bad saying that. But, yeah, like... something I've noticed when. <laughs> Team when the Sabers are facing teams and they get frustrated, they go right after Darlene. It's mm-hmm. just like, oh come on, stop it. I just I think it's unsportsmanlike. Mm-hmm. I really do. It was, I mean, you should know the refs should know if they're going after a guy. It's obvious. Yeah. When there's a star player in their team and oh why is he the one getting hit? Well he's a star. Rasmus Darlene is in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Like what? Like a year ago, a... a year ago, because we're we're going through old episodes and putting together a best of episode for everybody, just like taking all of like the freakouts and funny moments and putting them in one. And I was listening to like an episode from about a year ago, and it was just so somber. Mm-hmm. Like compare a year ago to now, oh my god. Like, we didn't even want to record last year. No, it was that bad. It, it, recording is actually fun this year. I yes. look forward to every episode. I look forward to every game again. I look forward to talking about the team. Mm-hmm. You know, instead of just coming on every day, and we have a clip in that best of where I'm just like, we suck. Yes. That's all I could say. Like, there's nothing else to say. We were debating at one point last year, and this will be in the episode too, will this team have 10 wins by the time the Winter Classic comes around? That's pathetic. We have six in the first month of the season this year. That's great. That's wonderful. We had six in, like, December last yeah. year. It's, we didn't even know if we were going to get four wins before the Learn class. That's just... Look where we are now. We don't come a long past. way. Mm-hmm. The past is the past. Yep. Okay, do you want to talk about Willie Melander for a little bit? Uh, sure. Okay, he's still not signed, which absolutely crazy. But I really think that they're going to trade the guy. It seems like they made progress on a extension on contract talks last week, but it just seems like it's come to a halt. So if I'm William Nylander, I'm hoping that the Maple Leafs just tank without Matthews and then desperation calls and they shuffle him some money to come help them out. Yeah. Cause, cause with Matthews hurt, mm-hmm. I mean, you only have Tavares really to fall back on. Kasperi Kappen has been, and their center, center depth has gone down, too. They lost Bozak. Mm-hmm. They don't have Matthews. Got to move Par Lindholm up the Par line. Par Lindholm and Freddie Goche. Good luck. Yeah. And the Sabres are only, like, two points back of the Leafs, right? Something like we're that. We're only... I know we're only... I think it might be three. I think the mm-hmm. Leafs have 17 points. They're at top of the division, I believe. 
I love crazy Leaf fans. Or no, we are yeah, no, we're two points back mm-hmm. from and yeah, we're two points back from the Leafs. A win today, Tyson, would move us above Montreal for the first wild card. Good. It's nice not like having. It's nice having hope for the season, mm-hmm. and it's November. It feels good to say this. If the playoffs started today, Tampa Bay Lightning will be hosting the Buffalo Sabres in the first round. Uh, that's not good. No. It's not good. It would be similar to last year's series of the Devils. Yes. It's like, I hope, if the Sabres do make the playoffs, now, careful here, but uh, I hope that it's not like when everyone's filling out their bracket challenges and like, oh yeah, Tampa will murder Buffalo. It's like, I hope it's like at least a conversation at least. How great is it though? We're and if talking... they do make the playoffs, like don't like be blown away if they get swept or anything. Like because it's the playoffs. Think it's, about it, what we happens. think about what we have clamored for for yes. eight years. Mm-hmm. We are finally for the th- wow for the first time in the th- three year two year history of this podcast going on three years. Yeah, we are talking about a team that is in the playoffs at the moment. Mm-hmm. At the moment, yes. We are talking about a team that has a chance at a wild card spot, and in my opinion, is better than half the conference below them. It's fun. It's fun. It's fun. I just got a text that Jordan Cairo is being sent to the AHL. I think yeah. he was sent to the AHL a while ago. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I might miss that. Um, but that never forget that. How it's it's fun. It's fun. Let's hope we can keep because let's hope we can keep this talk up because I am going to be tracking this wild card race to the very end of the season. Let's hope. Let's hope. Let's hope. Okay, so we reached out on Twitter asking for some suggestions, talk about as well as some questions. So I'll I'll we'll start. We usually ask for questions on Instagram. We'll alternate between both because. I know some people on Twitter don't follow the Instagram. Some people on the Instagram don't follow Twitter, so we'll try and get it as even as possible. So TCB contributor Steve, who's going to be a regular on the podcast oh, yeah. come this time next year, uh, five names you want and think would be realistic in a Ristolainen trade. I saw this one, but I didn't really think about it. I have one, one name that comes to mind immediately for me. Edmonton. Yeah. I can think of some names I can of Edmonton going. right away. R&H, Ryan yeah. Hopkins. That's the one I thought of. Jesse Pugliarvi, mm-hmm. who seems like he is... The definition of rushing done. a guy to the NHL. Yes. That's but remember, they rushed Leon Dreisaitl. They rushed him. That's true. He turned it around. He's an exception, certainly. Mm-hmm. Kyler Yamamoto. Mm-hmm. He's, he'd be a name. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ty Red. No, <laughs> no, 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 Oscar Clefbaum. I don't know if you want to do defense for defense. That's the only thing. Think... Especially uh, a righty for a lefty as well. Yeah, I think you want to get more forwards here. Maybe you get both. <laughs> Maybe. It is Edmonton. How much better is Ristolainen than, like, Cody Cece and the other right-handed shot? I don't even know how much better available. he is than Oscar Kloughbaum. Like, I don't I don't know. I don't think he is better than Oscar Kloughbaum. I know, right? I don't thing, think you're getting... I think Edmonton would have really... Because they would have traded Hall for Ristolainen. That's mm-hmm. well documented at this point. So, obviously, that was a few years ago. But Ristolainen has obviously decreased or uh, regressed in that sense. So those are a few names. I haven't really thought about any other teams that would be on Ristolainen. 
I think Vegas would be a good match, good uh, partner, but that they really don't have anything that really piques my interest at the moment. I really like Eric Brandstrom, but mm-hmm. I don't think you just trade Ristolainen for Brandstrom in a pick that looks bad. You need players. Can I'd like to bring up one of the comments ahead, we received from John Cozera at Cozy Shank. He says, I came away pretty upset about the game last night, and over the past 24 hours, Sabres Twitter has covered the appropriate reasons. How much better, though, is this than the apathy and instantaneous run to cover the upcoming draft? They're decent, and it makes being a fan less horrible. Amen. Amen. Because there's a lot less to complain about this year. That's true. And it makes our job doing this podcast much easier and more fun. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because last year... I was in full draft mode by this time. So, again, I'm always in draft mode, but, like, last year I was fully committed to the NHL draft. So, yeah, uh, this draft is still pretty good. I don't – right now I don't think this is a playoff team. Right now, give it, like, eight more games until I change my tune on that. But – Let's see these next five games. These next five games are huge. I'm not saying we are. I'm not saying we're not. Uh, Yeah, exactly. I'm not saying we are. I'm not saying we're not. But I'm still paying close attention to the top ten of this draft. Mm -hmm. Just saying. But, uh, okay. I highly doubt we're going to have our top ten pick. I don't know. Don't be so sure. Still a lot of time. I don't know. Okay, next one comes from Connor. He says, has Scandella shown his true colors? Fringe top four guy at best. On a good team, he's on the third pair. And I brought this up at the Buffalo Sports Podathon. Also, if you showed up, if you watched, appreciate that. It was for a good cause. Hope you guys donated if you could. But uh, Anthony Chiandra was there. He was talking about Scandella, and it was hilarious. Mm-hmm. He hates Marco Scandella, and he put out an article on Die by the Blade saying that Scandella should sit in the press box, which at this point, we're getting pretty close to that because whenever I get to watch Scandella, he's slow. He's one of the worst passers on the team. It's just he should be the next guy to go. Honestly, like I'd rather have Bull you in the lineup at this point. I, over d- I don't understand what happened between Buffalo and Minnesota. That's the only thing, you know. Like yeah, maybe it's just maybe it's different systems. I don't know, but maybe. he's got. I want to say another two years left on the con. No, I think next year is his last year, but. There, he was a highly coveted piece in the offseason when Buffalo traded for him. Montreal really wanted him. I feel like if they wanted to trade Marco Scandella, they could, but we don't know if Bottrell is one of those guys where he gets tied up in his his players that he traded for. Mm-hmm. We don't know, because that's the unknown with him so far. We don't know how if he gets attached to his players. He hasn't traded any of his guys yet. You know, He hasn't waived any of his guys so I wonder if that'll be the case. And he's going into the last year of his deal. There's going to be somebody that will give up a third-round pick for him if need be. And you look at what they have on defense next year, Gooley should be up. He should have been up this year, but whatever. It takes yeah. guys a little longer. Lawrence Pilot should be a regular on this team come next year. So somebody's got to go. Mm-hmm. That's something to be aware of. Mm-hmm. Uh, in a perfect world without salary cap, etc., and the roster we have now would stay the same, would you rather add Ryan O'Reilly or Vander Kane back on the team? That comes from Ike Daddy. I'm going with Kane. 
Mm-hmm. Imagine Kane with Skinner. Kane, Eichel, and Skinner on the same lineup. Because with can Kane, you have Evander Kane without off ice issues. That's it, my question. Yeah, if you get Kane, then you could put Thompson down in the AHL and wouldn't have to force him into the lineup so much. I just I, I like Kane's scoring still. Mm-hmm. I like his playmaking. I like his physicality. That's one thing. He was one of the. He was actually a tough guy when he was here and was wasn't scared to hit. And I think we're lacking that now. But Ryan O'Reilly, I think. I I honestly think he's toxic. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I thought about. Uh, I, something popped into my mind where oh wherever this guy goes, or he leaves one team, they start to do well. But mm-hmm. then. I thought, oh yeah, Colorado had like forty points one year when mm-hmm. he wasn't there, so yeah. that's not that's true. That's not valid, but yeah, I I think O'Reilly's toxic as well. Yeah, but there, you can I, also make the argument that Kane is toxic. I don't know. At least his. T- I, th- I mean, I'd rather Vander Kane the player because the news that came out yesterday is just oh my god, what yeah. are you doing? But, you hear more good about Kane as a teammate. I'm not going to say as a person anymore. Yeah. You hear more good about him as a teammate than. You hear about O'Reilly. O'Reilly. Like, no one ever talks about O'Reilly being a great teammate. Everyone always talks about how they loved Evander Kane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'd rather have Evander Kane the player, but ugh, both of them, there, I just... Yeah, there's probably... There's going to be no... I rep- would have rather had the picks they gave up for those guys, but that's whatever I, at this point. There's going to be no repercussions either against Kane from the Sharks because they backed themselves into a corner. Yeah, they gave him a seven-year deal. You can't just... And he seems like judging. I, I don't really want to get into this, but no. yeah, we'll we'll move on. Kind yeah, of just uh, go look it up. Go yeah. look it up. Uh, just ugh. okay. We rational Bills fan society just uh, tagged us in a tweet. Said Sabres attendance is majorly down. Tagged us in Kimpagula. Have you noticed? I've noticed major- games are a lot quieter. I've chalked that up to people being on their phone. And not you know taking what? That in makes the game. sense. Because whenever I'm at a game, well, that's that can be chalked up to the honest product as well. Because mm-hmm. what if you're what if you're at an amazing game, you're going to be on your phone. I know. Whenever I'm at a game and the Sabers suck, I'm, I find myself on my phone on Twitter. It could also be the production value though of MSG. I'm talking about the broadcast right now, like the sound True. that you hear. You don't hear the energy because you you watch Sportsnet or you watch NBC Sports Network. The arenas are always loud. The fans are always in it. You can hear everything. Mm-hmm. You you can't hear much. Even when the Sabres score, you don't hear much. It's not like – you know what? Sports were better when it was standard definition. That's why I'd really? say. But once HD came along, everything just became too polished and the sound ev- was evaporated. But, yeah, attendance is definitely down. I mean, the ratings are still up. It's not like we're losing interest in hockey. Tickets are relatively cheap. I looked at StubHub. Sabres tickets are very cheap. Yeah. I wonder why. What's going People on? aren't buying in yet, maybe. Maybe. But it's not like they're playing bad or anything. Like I think it's just the suburban hockey dads still want to say, oh, the team sucks. Uh, we you know, need t-shirts that say suburban hockey dads. I'm a suburban, I'm a suburban hockey, hockey, dad. hockey dad. I'm turning into one, I think. Really? I, I feel myself sometimes. Some of my tweets, I'm like, oh, man. I feel like my friend's dad who <laughs> yelled at him to go to practice and... Abused him right in front of me. Yes, whatever. Uh, Verbally. Verbally. Yes. Uh, But I I, I have noticed it, and that's a very good point. I'm glad people are bringing that up. I think we do need to address it. I don't think it's anything. I think it's just due to the team's lack of success in recent years. 
And it's going to be hard to bring people back from that, I believe. I, I think it's hard to attract them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you don't they know what you're going to get. a lot of season ticket holders. Right. Bottom line, you don't know what you're going to get from the team on a given night either. People don't want to pay because yeah. are, are you going to see the the, odds, the, the product 40... that you got on the home opener? Right. wasted a ton of money. Are you going to see the 43 shot sabers or are you going to see the 14-15 the sabers? Mm. Right? That's a good point. Okay, so that, that's all we got. We're about at the one-hour mark. So Thank you for staying with us, Risk. Yes, that was a fun episode. I it was. Yeah. yeah, good discussion. But, yes, if you enjoy... Oh, also, one more thing. We're getting a new software to record this on yes. very soon. Yeah. And we're going to be able to take calls. We're going to try and get some interviews in here. If we are able to get a lot of interviews, maybe we'll go... We'll do an episode earlier in the week. Ooh, Sorry, drop the key. Huh. Yeah, so we'll try. Maybe we'll try and get an interview episode. We'll probably try and get someone in the media on here. I like. You know what? Something we can do. We record this really early. Maybe there's a way to get people to like call, and we could just record the call and play it on yeah. the air or something. Possible. Right? Yeah. Yeah, we'll try and do that. Maybe we'll get another episode on Thursdays. Mm-hmm. But yeah, every Thursday we're gonna bring an episode to you guys. We're, and we're going to try and get some work done on that best of the Charging Buffalo podcast right. episode. Try and get it out as soon as I'm possible. I'm thinking hopefully by Christmas. Hopefully. You know, that would be a really good Christmas episode, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So we we appreciate you guys for listening. Absolutely. As always, uh, we appreciate you guys for sticking with us for almost three years now. So that's yeah. nice. Yeah, follow us on Twitter at the Charging Buff. You can follow me on Twitter at Joe TCB NHL. You can follow Luke on Twitter at LVKETCB. And we'll be back next week. We'll recap uh, these this home and home with Ottawa. I believe they face the Rangers on Sunday. Yes, Ooh. I think they face the Rangers on Sunday. So, a few games from now in between that next episode. And once again, thanks for listening, and we will see you in the next one.